Welcome to the Newman Podcast, an audio blog about my life and my ideas. I'm your host, Spencer. August 27th, 12.22 p.m. Quite an early episode for me today. But I am pulling out of the parking lot at my uh, local meeting house. And some of you, whoever you are, you may or may not know that I went to Quaker schools growing up. And Quakerism is a sect of Christianity, as I've spoken about in the past. Um, Quakers basically just sit in silence for an hour each week, and it's just reflection, kind of like a meditation of sorts, I suppose. They don't necessarily, they don't have a priest, or they don't read the Bible, they don't worship necessarily, they don't say prayers, they don't talk about God, they just literally sit in silence once a week and sometimes and anyone if they'd like they feel inspired can stand up and talk about anything at any time during that silence it's generally suggested that you don't just stand up and talk about anything necessarily it's something that you want to that you feel compelled to share with the group for the, you know, the betterment of everyone but, yeah, that's Quakerism in a nutshell. Today someone's, and I've been going, I guess I wasn't really a practicing Quaker um, while I was in Florida, but I went to a Quaker middle school, I went to a Quaker high school. Uh, effectively, I've been a Quaker, I was a Quaker for my entire young adult life, maybe you know, willingly or otherwise. But And now since coming back to Pennsylvania, there's a meeting house about 10 minutes down the road from me, and it's quite a nice one, very old one. And so I go uh, every week now, and I've been going every week for two months, two and a half months, three months, something like that. And today, someone shared, uh, well, I, someone shared something, I don't know, I doesn't necessarily get into details, but basically a bunch of people started talking about the word hope and what hope meant to them. And it reminded me of a thought exercise I've had before that I don't think I ever got around to sharing on a podcast, although I might have in some way. But I think my thoughts on it are uh, more complete now than they were before. So it might still be worth, I think it's still worth doing a new episode on this, and also because I think that it's, it does, it does apply to what I'm dealing with, what I've been recently talking about in regards to anxiety and things of that nature. So, hope is a difficult word for me, it's one of those uh, immeasurable words like belief and faith. Uh, words with a 
like a spiritual or divine property about them. I think as a business analyst by trade, by profession, and also maybe just as a product of my generation, my sort of much more uh, scientifically led generation, I guess, scientifically minded generation, um, I think we bristle a little bit at words that are too difficult to define um, or too difficult to measure at the very least. And so a word like hope, um, kind of like what is hope? Like what do I do with hope? What's the point of hope? It's a, diff- it's a, it's a particularly difficult one. It's something that I've been, it's been rolling around in my head for quite a while because I do still, I still can accept the word has a meaning and a power that is seemingly universally accepted, even though it can't be measured and has these sort of uh, religious undertones to it. So although I didn't actually stand up and say this in meetings, although I, I wanted to, I just I didn't know if the audience was right for it, and I didn't know if I really had it. Uh, I didn't know if I could do it in a way that was concise enough to be appropriate for um, a, like a meeting for worship kind of context where really like if you stand up and talk for any longer than a minute and a half, uh, you're really kind of disturbing the silence in a way. At least that's the way I see it. That's probably not, that's probably not true, but that's how I feel right now. So that's why I didn't stand up and say it in a meeting. But as I was saying, um, we're just like, I don't really know what to make of it, but I can accept that it has power. And so for, there was, there was a time not so long ago, and it's something I still think about, especially with these kinds of words, where I really want to find, I want to find a way to prove that it's worth thinking, like it's, it's worth um, taking seriously. Why should I have hope? What does that even mean? What does hope even mean? Why would I have hope? Why not have uh, confidence or something like that, right? Like what hope is, hope is a strange one for me because hope, it almost feels a little empty. Like what's the point of hoping for something? Why don't you do it? It's like not actionable enough. Like hoping to me almost sounds like lazy in some ways. Like I'm not doing enough. I'm just hoping for it to get better. Why have hope? I, I thought about it for a long time because I, despite my misgivings with the word and with many of the connotations associated with it, uh, I can still accept it. Like I said a moment ago, it's, there's something there. There's something there that is important. And it's a very prevalent theme in the movie. That's the, the trilogy. That's most important to me. Lord of the Rings. It's really, it's all about a philosophy of hope. You know, as a, not to get too nerdy on you, but as you know, the, the final, like sort of the the real denouement of the of the entire trilogy and of the book series as well. Um, Frodo's taking the ring to uh, to Mount Doom, but all of his friends, the the rest of the Fellowship, is basically at the gates of Mordor, facing off an impossibly large army, and they have no idea whether or not Frodo is dead um, and has been, you know overcome or, or taken or whatever, or whether or not he's still making progress towards um, towards Mount Doom to destroy the ring or like anything. They have no idea, right? 
and and one of the things that Aragorn Aragorn says to Gandalf, um, and I think it's like his like battle cry at that moment is he says like for Frodo, um, and what that really means is that he has hope in Frodo, and he says that I think it's it's maybe earlier in that movie explicitly he says that to Gandalf he says Gandalf asks him like if he still thinks that. Frodo is safe, Frodo, Frodo's on his way, Frodo can make it, he says he has hope, um, that his heart tells him that, and uh, so, right, like, so it's, it's a powerful thing in the media that I consume, it's a powerful thing in, uh, kind of the way that I can accept that it's used, um, in my, in my real world, but, I still struggle to know exactly why it's powerful or what to do with it. So the conclusion that I came to, and as I tease it out, we'll find out how how compelling I still find it. But the definition of hope, as as I understand it, or at least as it's as it's most commonly used, based on what my like my experience with it, is that. People will hope for uh, the day to go well, or they'll hope to get a promotion, or they'll hope, whatever, something like that, right? You can you can sort of understand even just from those two examples that essentially what hope is, if it's if it can be easily defined, is um, the the desire for something to either go well or to get better. In the future, so it's always associated with with longing or interest or desire, and for good, either good in the near term or good in the future, or um, a good that is like a consistent good, something that's already good that stays good, or something probably more commonly something that gets better. And so, I started exploring what is there a is there a measurable, definable backing for a thing that continues to get better into the future? And what I ended up landing on as my my biological proof for the fact that hope is 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 a universal truism in a way is that based on science as we know it, and that, that was important for me. I wanted it to be, like, science-backed. If, if there was, like, a scientific concept that I could include in it and incorporate, um, evolution defines that all living species, consciously or otherwise, are always making choices within, you know, their own personal context, within the limits of their understanding, and maybe the the biological imperatives that are in front of them to make the best choice for their life and their offspring. That's sort of how evolution works. Is it, is it, is it's the, because all species are making choices in response to their environment, basically the best choice possible with evolutionary theory and Darwin, it's most, focused on mating, right? You're picking the best mate that you can so that you have the best kids so that they're, you know, able to respond to the environment the best way possible and, like, live the best life and pass the 
genes on, and then the the species evolves accordingly, according to the environment that it's presented with, and in accordance with the decisions that all of its creatures are making. And we know that evolution um, is not limited to sentient species. It's something that all living creatures seem to. It's a it's a force that moves all of us. It's a, it's a force that makes all of our decisions in a way. And it's a force that moves all of us in a um, in a way that is based on what information we have, and sometimes that's very limited. Um, it's a way that is always trying to move us in a positive direction. It's always trying to make sure that tomorrow is better than today that the generations to come have an easier time with the environment than the generations that pass. It's always changing and evolving for a better future. And so in my mind, there's nothing more, there's nothing that sounds more like hope to me than a power, or, or not, maybe not sounds like hope, but that seems like so well aligned with what it would mean to hope than a universal scientifically backed power that is always moving all species and all living things in the direction of the greatest possible good. So to me, you can sort of, you don't even, you almost don't need to hope because you can always know that everything is, that every living thing is trying to make the best possible decision for the future. Now, you could, and it might be reasonable to say that the best possible decision for one species or one person or one thing's future may not be the best possible outcome for your future, but I think think that that's a very narrow-minded way of looking at it. I think that most people, although we use the word hope um, in our day-to-day lives, probably a little bit too freely. What we really hope for, what we yearn for, what hope is really defined by, and it's what people talked about in meeting today, is the hope that the world is moving in the right direction, that, that things, generally speaking, will be better than they were before. And I guess the way that I, the way that I look at it, based on like evolutionary terms, uh, hope is hope is factual. Hope doesn't need to be. You don't really need to believe in it. It just is. Things will get better. Where hope comes in, I think, is having the presence of mind to be able to realize that that's happening. So where hope, what hope to me is less about this uh, intangible desire. Uh, well, not even desire, but like, uh, like, like very flimsy, um, wishful thinking that things might get better. And much more about hope to me, I think, and I think that this is the way that Tolkien used it in Lord of the Rings. Hope is, hope is a, is a way of seeing things. It's not necessarily really, a lot of people in meeting calls it a choice. You, get, you choose to hope. You choose to, 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 to 
to believe that things will get better. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a choice for me. I think for me, hope is a way of seeing the world as it truly is. Hope is having the belief and the faith that everybody and everything around you is doing the best they can to make sure that the world is as good and as harmonious and peaceful and safe a place as possible for their offspring and themselves. And therefore, hope is just the ability to see that. Hope is, hope is, hope is your capacity to, to acknowledge and recognize that that is actually the state of the world, factually, biologically. That is how everyone is operating. And despite our uh, misunderstandings and disagreements with other people and our fear of other creatures and other things, in reality, that's all anybody or anything wants, is a more peaceful, prosperous future for ourselves and our offspring. And so if there's any reason to be hopeful, it's, to me, that's, just no other way to let's it's anything else is just kind of wrong anything else is just really a misunderstanding of what's truly going on in the world i think that hope hope is factual hope is hope is the divine guiding power that is pushing all living creatures in the same general direction towards a future that is better than it was in the past I think that's it. Hopefully this came out as, I think I struggled a little bit. I kind of struggled to, I mean, I'm like, I'm just doing a random monologue on the way back from meeting. I didn't plan this thing out. I didn't write any notes, but hopefully that is as, uh, that's organized enough that it makes sense. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking about today. I guess I'm also thinking about that, you know, if I could tie it back to my, my day a little bit here, I guess. I, uh, like, how do I use hope then in my day-to-day life, right? Because I'm obviously going through a little bit of a challenge right now. And so I could, yeah, I guess the only, the, having hope for me right now, it would be kind of a strictly defined definition, which would just be that, like, Well, no, I suppose having hope would be understanding that things will get better. As long as time continues to pass, they will get better. Um, It might take a really long time. might not happen in my life. But things will get better. On a macro scale, I have faith. And I believe that all things are getting better, always. Kind of ties back into optimism, ties back into everything. I think that it's the way you have to believe because it is the truth. My personal life, you know, it has ups and downs. Um, But the fact of the universe is that everybody is trying. We are all trying. Everything, we are all trying our best. We fall short. All of us fall short all the time. We make wrong decisions. 
but we but the but what we can have faith in what we can believe in is that we are all trying because it's true so i think that's a very reassuring i think that's a very comforting way to think because i think a lot of anxiety is born out of the belief not really my personal anxiety all the time but sometimes is born out of the belief that things are generally not going to get better in the future, that the future is going to be worse than the past. And I think that that is provably false. might depend, depend a little bit on your definition of better, and I think that that would be a very selfish way to consider it because you'd basically be saying that you know what better is and that your definition of better is what defines what better means for the entire world. I don't think that holds up. I think there's there's a big hole at the bottom of that idea. But I can understand how people can think that way. But there you go, folks. That's Spencer on Hope at midday on a Sunday, August 27th. I will see you on the... <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Mama found a mattress underneath my bed And she like, where the weed, boy? Where the cigarettes at? Uh-uh, uh-uh Mama, you don't understand The block lit a fire underneath it, little man Yes, she on a grown-up on boom bap Great Jack, Ben Bop, Z-Wop Taught me, Tennessee, hood pop, hood rock First stone, skip old, stay home, lay low Say I'm closet like Draco I borrowed shadows, it's A-Long The neighborhood drew me a rainbow I borrowed shadows, it's a Neighborhood to me a rainbow.